We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Vale Podcast, hit straight down the middle by the Robinvale Golf Resort. And the resort... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Sorry, that was my bad. Hello. Unprofessional. Is the resort open? Not quite. The steps are still not on, but the pool... Is in. Yes, I saw it, that. It won't be accessible for a little while, but there is a beautiful full page ad in the spring edition of Mildura Living magazine. Actually, I did see that as well. Yeah. Looks good too, doesn't yeah. it? The ad. Um, wasn't there something in the Sunny Daily? Yeah, there was on the weekend that we were supposed to do the grand opening. Uh, yeah. um, but lockdown number six or seven shut that down. Um, it was a 17-page lift out. So it was one of those those things that featured the whole golf club yeah. um, and the staff and the members, yada, 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 and um, all of the people that contributed to the resort or local businesses um, ran ads as well, which was really successful. So thanks to everyone that took part in that. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Well, it's not open though, but yeah. It's not open, but it will be it will be for summer. But yeah, they can't play comp golf at the moment. Yeah, but there's still people's You can play social golf, which is a ridiculous, ridiculous rule. You can still play Are you sure you can play social golf? You can play social golf in groups of four. Yep. Yeah, right. Um but you cannot participate in competition. So competitions can't run. Because uh, they're trying to stop people congregating. Congreg- yeah, I, I yeah. get that, but still, I don't think it makes sense. I don't I don't agree, Charlie. Well, you know. But just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I don't like you, Charlie. This uh, is what people have to remember, yes, isn't it? Exactly. Mm. We can disagree. It's healthy to uh, disagree. What else is going on? I saw you went for a, a run this morning, had some berries. I did. <laughs> I did the right thing. My eating has got really bad over COVID, so I'm making a conscious effort to not drink. <sighs> I even gave up coffee. For a day. Why? <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. That was silly to give up alcohol and coffee in the same um, week was ridiculous. But I'm making a conscious effort now to actually, because I'm one of these people that won't eat all day and then get home and eat yeah. everything that's not nailed down or yeah. go and get a burger from the Jack, which are delicious and I'm missing them. You can um, still have one, though. I, I can. I'm not going to. I'm making a conscious effort for a month to no booze, no junk, oh. at least for a month. Sorry, Elf. Yeah, no, don't be sorry. It leaves more for everybody else. That's true. You should try. Um, oh, you can't because you're you're vegetarian, aren't you? Uh, yes. You oh, can try well. it with a veggie patty, the jaded Mad Max I'm talking about. Right. Which is the Mad Max with a piece of bacon. Oh, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> um. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Did that conversation about burgers and bacon make your vegetarian self uncomfortable? Oh, oh you know, I've never really been a really big fan of bacon. Really? No. What's wrong with you? Uh, what happened to you, Charlie? <laughs> dropped on what my head as a kid. <laughs> Don't laugh. I was dropped on my head as a kid. Well, you, I've got a story. I've, I know I've got stories about lots yeah. of things, but I was. Um, I believe it. My mum dropped me. So my dad did a bit of time when I was first born, right, in Castlemaine. Actually, he started in Pentridge and then got moved to Castlemaine. So, but my mum used to go and visit him every every weekend and she had me in the pram because I was only nine months old at the time and was – um, moving me down the steps so she could lock the back door before taking off and the pram fell backwards and I did hit my yeah. head on the concrete. There you go. That may or may not answer some questions it, it for me. It answers a lot of questions for me. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, did you have a concussion then? Oh, I don't. I was nine months old. I've oh. got no idea. I didn't even know. I didn't know about the whole scenario from my first year of life until I was 15, in fact. Oh. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Anyway. Good times. Great times. Um, it's springtime. How good spring? Unpopular opinions. opinions. Unpopular 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 opinions. So this is actually a segue because I do have an unpopu- unpopular yeah, opinion. I don't agree. About, I know you don't agree, but again, because just because you don't agree doesn't mean I don't like you, Charlie. You know what? I though? hate spring. That's my unpopular opinion. I'll but just get I don't that out think, there. Well, mm. I reckon there'd be a few people out there. Oh, there is a few, especially us chronic hay fever sufferers. Yeah. I hate fever. I get spring. hay fever. Yeah, but to the point where it gives you a migraine? No. I had a migraine last, oh, it might have been Sunday. Um, but just this whole, this face, because my eye constantly waters, I get a rash on my face. It swells up. Both my eyes swell up. I have sinus headache. Oh, it's just her. And then... Magpies. 
Tell me what's fun about spring. And the wind. What's fun about spring? It's coming into summer. Avocados is fun about spring. Yeah. But what else is fun about spring? We're out of winter. I love winter. The days start getting longer. I love winter. Footy season and snow. The days start getting longer. How good is yeah. that? Yeah. Like sleeping. So, meh. What? I like sleeping. I don't care how long the days are. I get up early and go to bed early. Yeah. But just imagine you can have more light. So that I can't sleep when I go to bed at nine o'clock. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But my my unpopular opinion this week is that I hate spring. Well. And I don't think I'm alone. May not be as unpopular as I think. Although, if you were to scroll through Instagram at the me- at the moment, people are going gaga over a bit of sun. Yeah. And that it's twenty four degrees. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Great. Today, I, you it's know, cool. I needed to. Uh, I was, you know, just staring at the computer, banging away, mm. and uh, went outside. Went for a bit of walk in the sun. Come back in. Like a brand new person. Busy then? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. But you oh. had time to go for a walk. Well, when I say went for a walk, I walked outside of the station. Uh, could you, because you're back in this community engagement role. Uh, second last day of it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, the On one that took your... Week. Are you? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. School holidays. How considerate. Do you want to come camping? I didn't get a choice. Oh, they're making you take it, so yeah. you don't... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, we're going camping next week. Oh, that sounds So good. long as we're still out of... Um, lockdown. You should bring the jet ski. It's not too cold. Nah. The river's actually quite nice at the moment. Yeah, right. Dipped my feet in this morning while Bolt was having a swim. It's quite nice. We probably don't need the... Have you got an unpopular opinion? No. No, I didn't think so. I'll look uh, No. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> Something. We'll, we'll revisit this later. Yeah. Let's talk about camping because I would dare say, given that it's next... Uh, next week is school holidays. And you can't go anywhere. And you can't go anywhere. Camping's going to be it, I would imagine. So yeah. Luke and I were talking about where we were going to go, whether we were going to, going to just go to our normal spot or whether we should look at somewhere else. And I said, I reckon we'll be lucky to get somewhere else. Like the spot just down from us normally, which is in a really shady low area, um, would be lovely. But I reckon someone will snap that up. Yeah. Quick smart. I don't know. Um, I was uh, looking at houseboats. Uh, it's oh, a bit horror, must but, be nice. <gasps> Forgot yeah. to bring your shirt again. Do you know how expensive they are? Yeah, that's what I mean. It. Must be nice. No, well, I didn't hire one. So. <laughs> it was mm. like five grand for three nights. Yeah, very expensive. Which is, but they're also big. So you do it as a group of like eleven yeah. people, and it cuts down the cost. True. And you do it for like a week. No, yeah. Wouldn't you? You wouldn't do one for just three nights. Well, that's what I'm, but for a week, it's even more though. Mm. Like, Why don't you have a staycation at like an indulged apartment? Wow, I'm getting <laughs> all the sponsors. Of, in. Yeah, are they friends of the show? Well, they're friends of Clear Eyes Media. They're oh. a long-time client of Clear Eyes oh, Media. Good on them. Mm. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Oh, yeah, I always just stay there. They're actually um, really busy with people doing staycations just so they can people can get out of the house. Hmm. Uh, what? You seem well, like Well, no, because then what do I do with Harley? Um, kennels? I'm not going to take him to a kennel. Why? No. Um... Don't Zane and Brie Hammett now run a kennel in Mildura? Which one? Is the one called Paws? Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure they do, but I'm not sure which one it is. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. So there's a solution. Mate, there's no problem that you could present me that I can't come back to you with a solution for. <laughs> yes. I promise. Um, cricket starts soon. Oh, I saw there's going to be training tonight. There is going to be training tonight. And I will, nice night for it. I will confirm. Donnie did say on this podcast last week that he <laughs> was a go. sure thing to go to training on Sunday. And did he? He absolutely did. Huh. Yeah, Good I know. Man. I was surprised too. <laughs> Although he wouldn't face Luke. Why? Bowling. Not sure. And I know that I know that we've had Donnie and I have had a conversation about what how good Luke was at playing cricket. Yeah. Like got a scholarship to So you scared him off. Maybe I did, I don't know. But Luke was like, Oh, I was a bit disappointed. He said he was tired by the time it got to my turn. <laughs> so anyway. But it's looking good. There was a working bee there last um last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um and they've raised a hell of a lot of money through sponsorship. So they've got all new signs. They've put up the Daryl McClure pavilion sign out the front. They're and the getting, season's definitely gone ahead. Uh, to be confirmed, mm. Sunraysia have moved theirs back because the trouble is now uh, the people in New South Wales are not actually allowed to come over to train for community oh, sport, yeah. which is a massive That's issue. So Sunraysia have pushed theirs back e- a couple of weeks. Even in the border bubble team. So the border bubble, the Victorian state government have overridden the Commonwealth border bubble. Because they can do that, which is bloody ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. Um, Dan Andrews again. Yes. 
Dan Andrews again. Uh. Oh, come on, Charlie. The bo- like businesses, nothing can operate on a, in a border community unless both sides of the border can move freely. They just, it, businesses can't operate. Euston Club were misinformed last week. I was chatting to Guy about the salami competition, which is supposed to happen next Friday, but we can't go over to Euston to have dinner. Yeah. Because we're not allowed to stop in New South Wales. So, Guy, and we, so with the salami competition, while well, I'm on it, um, that's just going to be, po- we're going to play it by ear for a little while. People can still enter. You can still drop your salamis into the Euston Club now, which are open, um, or Network House. Which when, is open too. Which is open as well, yep. Um, Pat Curran is here doing tax help just about every day. Bless him. He loves it, loves sitting on hold to the tax <laughs> department. But um, when the actual judging and the live stream and all that kind of stuff will be is is yet to be confirmed, we'll just have to play it by ear. But nothing can operate if people can't move freely yeah. between – States. Yeah. <sighs> so that's all today, I'll say on uh, that. that there's a good chance we'll be able to fly to you know, Tokyo or LA or even Singapore before we can go to Perth. That doesn't surprise me either. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me at all, which is a shame because my best mate lives in Geraldton and I'm dying to go over there for a holiday. <sighs> Disappointing. Mm. And Queensland as well, I suppose. Mm. But I, I did see the um, the press conference from Darwin yesterday about how they were going into lockdown. But the explanation that he gave, which is a very valid one, that the ICU beds they have in the Northern Territory, like there's only eight ICU beds at what? Darwin Base Hospital. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'd believe it, actually. Yeah. So yeah. have you ever been to Darwin Base Hospital? No, I just know how, like, their, how big their state is, like, mm. in area-wise. Mm. Oh, sorry, territory. Yeah. Uh, and they don't have that many ambulances. No, and the hospital itself is, it, you know, it's a regional city really. It's not that yeah. much bigger than Mildura. You know, actually, here's a story. I've got another story about Darwin Base Hospital. Well, Mildura's got eight ICU beds. Is that all? Yeah. yeah. I think I think Mildura and Darwin are about the same size because yeah, um, I lived in Darwin for a year and that was that hospital that actually first diagnosed me with um, anxiety and depression because huh. so, I thought I was having a heart attack huh. and presented go. at Darwin Base. There you go. So, mm. so um, good for something. Yeah. What? My stories? No. <laughs> My base. stories are good for nothing, <laughs> really. Base. Yeah. I've got a lot of them. Yeah, it's good. Um, how good are the avocados at the moment? Awesome. I don't know. What do you want me to say? <laughs> oh, well, you, I don't know. Have a chat about the – I don't know. They're green. They are. Some are lumpy, no. some are smooth. Oh, the ones that I've had at the moment, I get them from Bargain Basement, which are Macintoshes, and they are delicious. Ready to go? Yeah, ready yeah. to go. Although, no, one of them I had to put in the fruit bowl with a banana for a couple yeah. of days, and it was perfect. And that's all you need to do. Take it out of the fridge, put it with a banana for a couple of days. Yeah. Yum. And my kids eat them like, like they're chocolate. Why? Just on, like, out with a spoon or on toast? No, no, just with a spoon, just with a fork. Yeah. They don't eat a huge amount of um, other fruits and vegetables, but they smash avocados. So. <laughs> smash. Ha, 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 You know what I do? They don't do, like, put a bit of dressing in there. My kids, yeah. who were three and six, they'd love it. Nah, they're not really into dressings and stuff. They'll barely like homemade sauce is uh, a stretch for them. Yeah, I don't know how that'd go. Unless it's nonno sauce. I don't know how that'd go on avocado. Yeah, no. So although the little one has tomato sauce on his avocado. Huh. Mm, yeah, don't know about that. But they love it. Um, yeah, no, a bit of French uh, French dressing. Eat it with a fork. Oh, Beautiful. Just, oh, a bit of salt. Mm. Salt's all you need. We're very lucky to live where we live, Charlie, that we have. We do. I a see, lot of uh, fresh fruit and vegetables. Mm. Mm. And I see people whinging about the price of avocados. I'm like, well, the farmers probably certainly aren't getting that, but I'm paying a dollar fifty for mine at no, the moment. No, they're not even – no, the farmers aren't. No. The market's been shit yeah. this year. So yeah. not very good. It's been that way for the last few years. Tony Natali was in here – was that last year or the year before? Saying that he'd be lucky to get $2 an avocado. Yeah. So, which is crap, especially yeah. when you when you the price you pay in the supermarket is five bucks. But each. they're still like even the cities they're still cheap. Yeah, like they're only a couple bucks there. Eh? Mm. Well, they are now because they're in season, mm. I guess. Um, Pete Aikman is going to come in and have a chat to us about about broadacre farming. Have you been? Well, you've been driving around a lot lately, haven't you? No. Oh, everything. Being done by Zoom? Yeah, Yeah. okay. Well, if you had been driving around a lot lately, you'd see how magnificent the crops are looking. So we're going to talk to Pete about... um, Tomorrow I'm going to Swan Hill, so have a look. Go the back way. Go through Menangatang. Yeah, I normally do. Yeah. Um, There are some beautiful... It's really nice drive at this time of the year. Um, And he's also... The tennis club had their AGM. Are you on the tennis committee? 
Mm. No, haven't been for a while. No, okay. What happened? Uh, don't know. We'll find out with Pete <laughs> next. Jeez. <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> Take your game in a new direction, northwest or downstream to Robinvale, with the brand new resort development, a magnificent 18-hole golf course, amazing food and entertainment in the clubhouse. It's a perfect spot for a quick getaway or extended golf trip. Take your game in a new direction to the Robinvale Golf Resort. Yeah, that's right. And you can see the full page ad in the spring edition of Mildura Living Magazine. How good spring? Do you like spring, Peter? It's a good time of the month, Charlie. Yeah, see? Oh. Hello, oh. Peter Aikman. How things are you? Are, things are growing. Jade, how are you going? <sighs> Good. Well, having well, I wouldn't call it an argument, but I have an unpopular opinion about spring, and I do not like it at all. Craziness. Mm. How, how as far, as far as the farm goes, how's the farm liking this spring thus far? Uh, we had a good winter. Mm. Uh, it's sort of been a we've had a bit of everything this year. We had a really dry start. Uh, we got some rain in late May, early June, and got the crops away. Yep. Good rainfall June, July. Um, so crops grew pretty well, and then we probably had a pretty dry August, probably a 15 mil for August, and reasonable crops, so they were really starting to feel the pinch. Um, some warm days a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And then thankfully we did, well, our farm had uh, 15 to 20 mil a fortnight ago, which has got everything out near. At Annuello. Yeah. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, fingers crossed we might get a little bit this weekend, but it's uh, not looking that favourable anymore. But, yeah, look, in all – We've probably, yeah, we're positioned uh, about looking at about average yields, I think. Okay. So that's better than below average yields, yeah. isn't it? Average yields above average commodity prices at the moment for. for really? Um, yeah, it's broadacre commodities are, are looking really good. There's been some unfavourable conditions in the Northern Hemisphere. So some of our main, main competitors are Canada, North America, Russia, mm-hmm. and all of their. Uh, well, they're, they're, they're harvesting now and their yields are down. So the record prices for canola, not that I grow canola, uh, lentils are in record prices and wheat's sort of in the top um, yeah, eight to nine decile. So. All right. So have you do you keep um, some of your, your wheat from the year before to wait on those commodity prices when they do go up? Have you still got some in silos and bags and stuff or do you uh, get rid of it as soon as you harvest it? Everyone's got a different strategy. We... Yeah, we yeah we we are lucky in that sense as well. We uh, we can forward sell physical. We can forward sell derivatives. Can which, you? Uh, so yeah, it's pure. Uh, if if you want to, mm. um, there's obviously risks associated with any yeah. commodity forward sales. But we so we can forward sell physical um, at a derivative position. So which is just a, a, a swap. So you don't actually have you don't actually have to. Uh, that's only a paper sale, so it's no different to buying a share and then selling it again six months later. So, yeah. and then we've got the ability to store it uh, as long as you can keep weevils out of it. Uh, stores for, I think there's still wheat was still viable in the pyramids, so that uh, lasted a fair while. Was yeah. it really? <laughs> I've never heard that. Granted, I've never been to Egypt. And then, could you imagine a, a tourist attraction if we started building pyramids here? <laughs> there awesome. There's a project for yeah. you, Charlie. Yeah, I'll get onto that. Yeah. So I think yeah. No one can pick the top of any market. So for me, it's uh, I try to market a third before, a third during, and a third after. Yeah, right. So that seems like a pretty safe strategy, I reckon. I'm a pretty conservative person, Jane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, what are we concerned about? Because uh, it's coming into frost season soon. Yeah, we've had. I was pretty worried on the weekend because the forecast for th- Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday were a couple of zeros. Thankfully, they got to about two. Um, some of the lower spots in the farm might have been a bit, a little bit lower, but. I don't think we should have had too much damage. But mm. it is a – yeah, we're at prime time. A, a, a minus two at the moment would be pretty ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> pretty ordinary to say the very least. <laughs> it has, But there has been a couple of frosty mornings. I know the Frost fans have been on at least twice this week when I've gone out early in the morning. Yeah, so, so we nearly yeah. – our worst frost damage is when we have long periods. So, say, if you hear a Frost fan at midnight – Yeah. And it's still going in the morning. Yeah, and that's when uh, our broyer crops are going to have damage because they're. It's just that prolonged period just freezes more. Yeah. Okay. And um, affects yield. So, so look, we've got uh, probably a couple more weeks there. Really, if we could get well, our farm one more rain, and would um, it's always that not many broadacre. I always want one more rain. I, I was yeah. going to say, isn't that the, <laughs> that like a broadacre farmer's catchphrase? We just want one more rain. <laughs> Until it rains too much, yeah. you know, we didn't need that last <laughs> exactly. rain. <laughs> so it's been yeah, most of Victoria's pretty good. Yep, 
But, yeah, there's certainly still some dry patches around and certainly still in our region there's some dry patches. So, um, yeah, north of the river there's still some some dry areas. Mm. Uh, yeah, there uh, – yeah, and it's – I don't know, I see on – I see on our farm the – yeah, the – yeah, anywhere where we've conserved moisture. So say last year where we've had brown manure crops to set up for the next couple of years. Yep. It's just chalk and cheese between those and um, they've just maybe they've got 20 or 30 more mil of moisture available. They're just k- kicking into that now. It's moisture stored at depth and, yeah, it's probably – if you compare some of my cereal on cereals versus cereals on brown manure, it's probably twice – it's going to be twice the yield this year. Yeah, right. Just given that we've only – we've had 160 mil for the year. Mm. So if you can actually bring – 30 mil from the previous year in. Yeah. Um, yeah. It certainly helps a lot. So would you, and again, I know nothing about broadacre farming, even though my grandfather was a broadacre farmer. Um, well, is there a reason why you don't do brown manure across the whole farm? We don't make a lot of money out of brown manure in that year. Right. So it's a real balancing act. You obviously, if you're, if you're spraying, if you so my farm's 100% crop. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> If you've got thirty percent of your farm brown manure, no income coming off right. that farm. So there's a, I don't know what the magic number is, um, but I try to brown manure probably ten, fifteen percent. So right. I know that the year after you've got ten or fifteen percent of the farm that's going to be good. Yeah, right. Rain hail. Well, in a dry year, you're still going to have something there. So, gotcha. But everyone's got a different. Uh, everyone's got a different strategy. There's no no silver bullet. Uh, but yeah, sort of. I work on a third legume half. So a third of the farm's in legume. Mm-hmm. Some of that's grain legumes that you harvest and sell. Yep. And half of that area could be brown manure. Then we're a third wheat, third barley. Yeah, right. Okay. So Interesting. Um, I have been doing a bit of driving just between here and Swan Hill and up to Mildura. But some of the crops, but there's a few that are quite high. Bannerton's probably as good a spot as anywhere from here to Swan Hill, actually. Yep. Had some good rain through there. Um, sort of around Pie Angle, pretty dry. Yeah. Probably about 30 or 40 mil behind us. Yep. Um, so yeah, look, there is some. Manangatang look like like just out of Manangatang, they look like they're they're pretty high, and then yeah, Piangle again, it looks, but it's very up and down, paddock to paddock by the look of it, and I don't really know what I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> Soil type is yeah pretty important. Like there there is good paddocks in the Mallee, and mm. there's average paddocks and there's poor paddocks. So generally, the best paddocks are the sandy loams over clay. Yep. Uh, any of the heavier soil types in dry. When we get a dry pinch, they they go out first. So, mm. I I um I had the drone up at Curran's place a couple of weeks ago, um, and I should put it up again before it, it starts to turn. When do you expect the crops to start turning in colour? Is that now, or is should it be a couple of weeks away? Uh, yeah, that, we don't really want them turning colour now. Mm. But they're at the flowering stage now, so the um, maximum biomass has been achieved. Now you're setting all the biomass is going into grain fill. So barley will be starting to change colour. Uh, start of October. Yep. So that'll go from that'll be the first one that goes out. It'll go from uh, green to, to to brown. Yep. And wheat. Yeah. Middle middle of middle of October. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I took I did I had the drone up and it looks like the crops next to us look great. And I did say instead of taking the the drone up at the house blocks, I need to do it across the road. So that. And I was quite fascinated with that. Like, how can they be so different? But he reckons he'd had more rain on the other side of the main road than he had at the house block, and yes. they were just better crops. So a year where we've had, a, I think we've had a hundred. Well, that average tally is one hundred and sixty for the year. Yep. Uh, yeah, twenty mils makes a big difference. So it was the north part of our farm got twenty. Well, it was only one paddock, but it had twenty mil on Mother's Day, so the start of oh, May. Yeah. Okay. So versus so that's had three. That germinated and had three more weeks growing than the stuff that didn't germinate till the start of July, at right. the start of June. So, yeah, the old theory is uh, every – so flowering – if we flower too late, so our optimum flowering date is uh, 10th of September. Okay. If we flower every day, mm. we flower after that, on average has been 1% less yield potential. Oh, right. So if, we're th- so if, you've, if you germinated on – say that's the 10th of May, if you germinate on the 20 – on the 1st of June, mm-hmm. it's 20% less yield wow. potential than what you had on yeah. the 10th of May. Gee whiz, it's a big difference then, isn't it? So and that's thankfully our techniques have changed and now we can, yeah, if we know what we're looking for and know what paddocks we can do, we we try, like, we try to gear our farm up so we can sell 100% on a calendar date. Yep. 
Yeah, so, right. Uh, well, once upon a time, we used to wait for a rain. We used to wait for the weeds to come up. Then we used to work them, and then we used to sow. Um, yeah. And every day, as, as I said, that's it's not gospel, but that's the average. Um, that's a medium number. That mm. sowing dates pretty important. Yeah, and right. Germ- well, germination dates important. Yeah, I remember you telling us about the yeah being able to sow on a calendar date. Yeah, last year. So, yeah. so there is trap falls with that. There is pitfalls. You, yeah, you do have. You need to know what's in the paddock. You can't sow dry, sow a wheat crop into a, a paddock and not know your brome grass or barley grass levels because um, they t- you can't control them in crop. Mm. So there's uh, like anything. There's uh, there's a bit to it. The more the more you know, the more you know you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. It's quite a science, though, isn't it? The whole farming game's quite a science. It's very fascinating. I love learning about like stuff like this. And every time I come in, I'm just like. God, there's so much to it. Like I drive past and go, oh, yeah, the crops look good. I don't know what I'm talking about. They just look nice. Yeah, if they look high and they're green, they're Well, perfect. and that's, that's kind that's of – That's what I see. And I do remember my grandfather using us to measure the crop height. When, yeah. as, as little, little kids, he'd take us out and measure where it was at our knees and up to our shoulders and, you know. But, again, much more reliant He was just waiting for to get big enough so he could lose you. You know that. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> um, but then he was much more – they were much more reliant on rain and always watching the weather and – anyway. Well, I don't think that's changed. It's, no, uh, it doesn't seem to have. That was certainly – that's our most important ingredient. Let's talk about tennis club. Yes. Are you the president after the AGM? Newly elected president. Wow. Congratulations. Now let's see if I can get the ah. – oh, yeah. Well done. What happened to Kieran? Uh, Kieran, ha- he's still around, which is good. He's still uh, ho- uh, looking to help out, but he's moved to Mildura now. Uh-oh. He's building a house. Oh, has he? Uh, he's still teaching at St Mary's, though, still isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're really thankful for Kieran's – I don't want to sell him short here. I'm not sure it was two or three years, but uh, – yeah. Let's say three years. Let's give him three. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so, yeah, he expressed that he was looking to stand down, so uh, – yeah, there wasn't too many other hands at once. So. <laughs> you were in the wrong place at the right time. I was going to say, it wasn't – you did not go to the AGM and got nominated, did uh, you? Well, that's what happened to Kieran, I think. But <laughs> I th- we actually have got a good group of uh, people that are keen to see tennis find some of its former glory. So yes. I thought it – yeah. All the positions filled? Yes. Beautiful. Treasurer? Treasurer is Rachel Fielding. From the Eastern Club. Okay, yeah, Beautiful. yeah. Um, Secretary. Secretary Lynn Millen again. Nice. Uh, Pip Crawford's come on as Vice President. So Excellent. It's, so it's good to have her on the ball. Yeah. And Alice. Now, I don't know Alice's last name. Yeah, I do. Uh, Alice the school teacher. Alice the school yes. teacher. Yes. Oh, yeah. she, she plays. She's very name. musically <laughs> talented. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've still got Wayne, groundskeeping. Yes, Wayne's going around again for I'm not sure how many years that is. So yeah. we're lucky to have <laughs> lucky to have Wayne there. He does a good job. Uh, we're, the tennis clubs is in a we're in a good position actually financially. We've had we've come off the back of a very successful Easter tournament. Yep. Uh, we've probably had uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but I think we probably I think Saturday there might have been there was definitely over 100 that yep. played Saturday mm-hmm. and then maybe 80 again on on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a mix of Locals, ex-locals, and uh, some Swan Hill and Redcliffe people. So, yeah. So thanks for all the sponsorship there. There's a, I'm not going to mention them all, uh, but yeah, uh, sponsorship plus entry fee is as uh, has helped the financial financial position of the tennis club. Mm-hmm. Also, a couple of grants. We got a grant from Swan Hill Shire. Mm-hmm. Place the pump on the river. Yes. We got. Hooray. We got a grant from. To do a strategic plan, yeah, which is great. We mm. haven't had, we haven't had our first meeting there. COVID has uh, postponed us a couple of times there. But so, does someone come down for that and help you out? Or? That was the plan, but mm. I don't know whether it might be over Zoom now. Nice. It might have to be. I think everything, all the consultancy stuff, because all the consultants are in Melbourne or Bendigo or Ballarat. Yeah. Um, but a job for you, Jade. You can be a consultant. I'd love, I'd love to be a consultant. Anyway, um, but the so as far as the strategic plan goes, so what will come out of that? Is that to decide where the tennis club wants to go, how they want to develop? Is that to a strategic plan for the next ten years, five years? What is it? Well, 
The we haven't had the first meeting yet, so look, I guess a strategic plan. I just think about it in any business. I know we've got a strategic plan for our business, and for a start, you think, oh, geez, what's all this about? And then you're actually, it's not until you get a couple of years in, you think, gee, there might be more to this than you think. Mm. And particularly when you've got a community organisation and and everyone's a volunteer mm. and everyone's got their thoughts, but <laughs> communications. Generally, the downfall of most organisations yes. and businesses. So mm. to actually be able to sit in in a facilitated environment and and thrash out exactly all those things you just spoke about. Well, where do we want to see this? What's mm. the objectives? Um, and have it written down and communicated well. I I can only see positives. Mm. Oh, absolutely! It would be great to see the tennis club get back up to you know former glory. Although, will that mean that you would bring it back to Saturday competition or keep the Friday twilight? Oh, it'll depend on the. I, I, it'll depend on what the members want, isn't it? So yeah. I, I don't think that's about. I don't think we'll, the strategic plan will be more about right. Uh, how does this look going forward? Is it? Um, are we? Yeah. The, what's the junior development like? What's mm. know, where do we? Why are we all doing it? Why? Why are we down here? Is uh, what are their? What are the pros and cons? So and look, I think some of those are really easy, aren't they? I know one of the reasons I'm president is because I've got. Two girls that I want to have the opportunity to play tennis in mm. our, in our town. Mm. So we've got great facilities down there. Um, yeah, all the hard work is a lot of the hard work's done. We've just it's, we just need some. Uh, we've got a committee that's happy to do some work to have the keep the facilities the best we can. And that's the most important thing: uh, having a good committee and people there to do the work. And the rest, look, oh, gee, I, I wasn't a tennis player, but I, gee, I've certainly enjoyed heading down on a Friday night having a. Comp- Competitive hit of tennis, uh, and when I say competitive, it, it's, there's two divisions, mm. so it's it's really suited to everyone. There's, you, there's no commitment all year. You can show up on a Friday night, and you can be graded into either B grade or A grade. Um, play one, two, three sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoy a hopefully um, if post COVID. Yeah, you can yeah. Enjoy a you few have a barbecue, have, mm. a barbecue yeah. and have a few drinks, and yeah. and socialize because yeah. we've all missed that the last. Uh, Two years. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess I think that what we'll, what we really need is the numbers of have like all sport have dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. I think we've probably we've we've plateaued. Mm. It'd be nice to increase, wouldn't it? So mm. uh, we've got a lot of good junior. Bill Madaffrey is still doing coaching Monday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to continue in terms four. Mm-hmm. So we've got good numbers there. Probably. F- Four, up to 40 to 50 kids doing that. Wow. We're just really struggling with um, the transition from juniors to seniors. Yeah. And, and numbers in general. So, look, if anyone's got any interest, um, we're in a we're in a, f- a good position financially. So we're going to uh, change the memberships around a bit. There's going to be a two-tiered membership system. system. Okay. So yep. So someone who just wants to come around and try it out, it's, there's going to be – very little financial commitment. Yeah, just to, um, yeah. So we can't blame. There's there's no excuses. If, yeah. If people want to come and try a game or want to rekindle an old game or <laughs> just want to socialise, yeah, we've got the options there. So awesome. So it'd be great if we've got forty kids that are playing now. Then mm. in five year time, we want to have a good facility for them to actually transition and become yeah. senior, senior tennis players. Whether that's here or it's a skill you never lose. Well, that's it. Although hmm, I did tennis lessons <laughs> as a kid, and I'm not a good tennis player now. I'm think I'm too lazy. We'll have to see you down there on a Friday night. Yeah, and I was going a couple of years ago, um, and thoroughly enjoyed it before Parker. Yeah. <laughs> I think the smallest child's been the biggest hindrance, but it is. It, I love I love going down there on a Friday, and that's a good point. I bought, for a start, when. The girls are, were young. It was a, a mm. bit of a headache. But now when well, Macy's seven, Evie's nearly five, they love it. They actually wanted to go down there because they're playing with kids. and Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I understand that the young kids is a little bit challenging. But, mm. yeah, it's a perfect environment when you get to yeah. Yeah, get a bit older. Yeah, exactly. It was especially around that three, four, five, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, is- no, there's no problems with that. Like people that have got young children, well, that's it's it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah, which is good. All right, fine. You've talked me into it, Pete. <laughs> it's an enclosed uh, section now. Too, yeah, so and that's what escape. I that's what I used to. Yeah, which was good for Peyton, but Peyton didn't ever really run. Actually, and my mother in law lives next door now, so happy days. Just drop her off. Happy days. Well, they do that now, and they go to cricket, and we'll talk about cricket in a minute, Pete. Um, they just wander over if they go to training with Luke. They just wander over the back. 
we're going to Nans. See ya. Happy days. So the other thing on the tennis club, uh, the golf club, uh, the, sorry, the Houston club, mm. uh, we've, we've also we've been very good with sponsorship and then also another community grant. Yep. So we are going to start replacing some of the irrigation system. Great. Hopefully we won't be able to do the whole hog in one go, mm. but certainly start the process of automating that. Awesome. Uh, which will make a big difference on on uh, Wayne's time yep. and and the and the courts as well. So yeah, look, it's it's all positive down there. We uh, we're looking forward to the season kicking off on the uh, Friday the eighth of October. Ooh, well, that's soon. It's if, not that far away, is if, it? I, I, well, pending COVID. I was going to say, how's it going to go with the Houston people not being able to come over? Because they're not supposed to. Will that change by then? I ho- would hope so. Maybe. I would hope it would change by next week because Charlie and I were just having the conversation about how water towns can't exist without one another, mm. really. Um, so it's a bit of an issue. But um, – and it's affecting the cricket club too and the, we're yet to see whether the cricket season for the Redcliffe's League will be pushed back because Sunraysia have pushed theirs back because of the New South Wales people not being able to come and train and all that kind of thing. But a little bird told me, Peter, that you're going to play cricket as well. Uh, Confirm <laughs> or deny? <laughs> I've, been to one, I've been to one training. Uh, are you going to training tonight? That was a question I was tasked with asking you. Well, I've, I've, I've let the coach know that uh, I've actually got some uh, prior engagement at the tennis club. We're actually scarif- starting to scarify the courts to ah. make sure they're tip-top for the start of the season. Right. And if that happened to finish in time, I may drop in. Ah. The start of the cricket season is a little bit challenging because that's sort of harvest, so I won't be able to play during harvest and – Hopefully there's plenty of numbers there and I won't have to. No. Oh, well, there is plenty of numbers. The numbers have been really good thus far, but um, I think they'd be open to anybody, really. I mean, Donny Felvo looks like he's going to get a game, so. Even though he's scared to face Luke. Well, yeah, but Luke also <laughs> did say that he was quite handy. That didn't really surprise me because Donny's yeah. one of these people. That's he used to play cricket at, too. Yeah. Good. He's good at everything he puts in his hand, which is kind of annoying. But, um, yeah, I was tasked with asking if uh, – if you would be at training this evening, I said I would ask, and it's interesting that. Um, but then I thought, well, tennis is Friday nights, and then cricket's Saturday, so there's no reason why you couldn't. No, harvest will be the challenge. Mm. So, and then, then there's obviously a fair bit of water skiing to do. On I was going to say, well, ha- so. it's going to interrupt you because I'm worried about that as well. If yeah. I if my boat driver is playing cricket on a Saturday, that's rude. And that's one of the reasons why tennis ended up going to Friday after, Friday night. Yeah. Um, it is good to see, though. Like, I'm, I'm really. It's not lost on me at the moment how good it is to have people like yourself, like Tom Lister, like Luke, even Trav Shawcross, Fiona, and Jussie, getting like getting the cricket club up and going, and you know, putting your hand up, and even Julianne and Jess with Reba, like the younger, the next generation coming through, putting hands up and going, you know what, we'll take this on and we'll make a go of it. It's really good to see. So well done, Pete. Congratulations on your presidency. One other quick one there, I guess uh, we need probably. I think I feel I should mention that uh, Joe Jukes and Lisa Gorman. Mm. It's the first year they're not going to be court captains for. I don't know how long oh my god! Press. How long would that be? Oh, I don't know. I can't even remember when they weren't. So that's what a <laughs> yeah. What a especially Joe, uh, Lisa come on a bit later, but Joe's been there forever. So really, well, what about thank, Vicky? Thank you to them, really, because that's been a, a a very long run, and thankfully we've got some. Yeah, they yeah. The Friday night is a bit challenging for Joe because of cricket now, and yes. this is um, yeah. Obviously, got his kids away and so forth. So yep. yeah, I think they'll actually re- relieve because it's been a big job for over uh, decades. I'd, I'd Vicky's imagine. still on board. Vicky yes, board. Vicky's a key uh, grants officer. Right, she's she? a great job. At I was going to say she'd be good at writing grant applications too. She so strikes me as someone that's good at writing grant applications. Potentially the most important person of the uh, important role for the mm, team. So. I reckon. But you've been really successful thus far with your grant, so well done. It's I'm, all looking very positive. Mm. 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 Don't say too much, Pete. No, it's really good to see. Um, and I hope that this season is, um, is a successful one. And keeps going the way it should. Um, so if anyone, and I have had a few people ask me who the best contact is, people from uh, within council and some media people as well. So this may not be your Ooh. only media appointment of the tennis season. We may get a picture in the Guardian. 
<laughs> you may. You may get your picture in the Sunny Daily. Wow. Um, yeah, so, but thanks for coming in today and explaining all of that to us and running us through how the, uh, how the year's looking on the farm. Good luck with it. Thanks, Jade. Thanks. We will see you uh, maybe after harvest with any luck. Sounds good. Take your game in a new direction, northwest or downstream to Robinvale with the brand new resort development, a magnificent 18-hole golf course, amazing food and entertainment in the clubhouse. It's a perfect spot for a quick getaway or extended golf trip. Take your game in a new direction to the Robinvale Golf Resort. And we're back. Wow, I was yeah. even quick on the buttons then. Well, well done. There you go. Good job. Good to know. Uh, good to know about some dry um, land what? farming. Is that what we? What? That, no, no, no. He just said. No, but that's what's going to happen. That's what we're coming out dry of. Dry land farming. Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, is that what we're coming out of? Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> just saying. It's good to hear about tennis club and, and farming. <laughs> I just because you never know you chop and you start you, it. I don't know what happens. No, you don't because yeah. you don't sit on this side, Charlie. No. Do you? You don't know how much time and effort goes into producing yeah. this yeah. extraordinarily produced podcast yeah. every week. Silky smooth. <laughs> well, it is when I'm by myself. Yes. Uh, basketball. Are you resurrecting the Okamos no, men's team? We've talked about this. Uh, have we? Haven't we? I don't know. I think we have. Okay, so that's a no. A big no. Damien Plonska is going to do Aussie hoops. That's good. Oh, good. Yeah. I know Damien. Yes, you do. Damo, the burger chef, Damo. Oh, chef at the gotcha. Chef at the Jack. Didn't know that. What was he surname? Plonska. Didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Lucas, his brother, sells NBA jerseys and paraphernalia. That From I, where? America, I'm going to say. I don't no. actually know, but I do buy stuff. He's, what, in America? No, no, no. He lives in Swan Hill. <laughs> and I've bought several jerseys off him before. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, what God. is funny? Uh, <laughs> Are you okay? When I think NBA, Do you need I to feel like down? the home of NBA is Swan Hill. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying his brother, he's got tie, more ties to the area. His brother lives right. in Swan Hill and sells NBA jerseys. If anyone's interested, yeah, good. He's often on Facebook. Yeah. Um, we're back at basketball training this Sunday. Jeez, already? Yeah, we actually train because I'm, yeah, I've jumped ship. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, which will be interesting. Anywho. Good times. Yeah, great times. Um, you wanted to have a talk about the Met Gala. <laughs> no, I, I came here today to talk about Shocktober. So can we do that first? Oh, sure. Okay. Talk to us about Shocktober. Does that mean, oh, because you're still on the clock. Is that what you're talking about? No. Okay, go on. Talk about Shocktober. <laughs> so, you're an idiot. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> what? Because I'm a child? Yes. Uh, anyway, so... I'll just put my um, paramedic cap on. Uh, Can you fix my eye? And for the people at home, I just put it on. You can't mm-hmm. see it. Um, so it's one of those ugly ones. Yeah, it's an NBA, it's an NBA one from Swan Hill, <laughs> the home of NBA. <laughs> I never said it was the home of NBA. You to look, talk about Shocktober. Yeah. Anyway, I'm uh, sure people are dying to hear about it. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> part so, of the pun, not uh, intended. Because Shocktober started uh, as part of uh, Restart Your Heart Day. So hopefully people aren't dying. <laughs> uh, so uh, Restart Your Heart Day is uh, October the 16th. Right. But Shocktober runs for the whole month. Really? Yeah. As yeah. well as Rocktober. Triple M. <laughs> Again, this is why we can't have nice things. And Ghosttober on TLC. What? Anyway, uh, so the idea behind obviously Shocktober is to educate and empower mm. the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they do see someone uh, that is in cardiac arrest, they know what actions to take immediately mm-hmm. to help save a life. Mm-hmm. Um, as in looking for the nearest AED? Yeah, well, CPR. Doing CPR. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, just familiarising yourself with the whole mm. uh, the whole process. So um, through Shocktober. We're not calling it October anymore. It's October. Uh, we are trying to run as, as many sessions as possible. What so, kind of sh- sessions? So, Just info sessions? Yeah. Okay. And uh, ideally, we normally do them face-to-face and we'd love to do them face-to-face, but mm-hmm. um, Ambulance Victoria have a few rules about face-to-face when we're in COVID peak. Can't mm-hmm. do it. Uh, so at the moment, doesn't really look like we're going to be doing face-to-face stuff. So what we've done is uh, we've pivoted and uh, – <laughs> Everything's online. So it's the same presentation, just that it's actually probably a little bit better because you can do it in the, 
in the safety of your own home. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just going to be a few videos uh, of people doing CPR and us talking you through it. Um, and also, there's a little bit of a push at the end of it because uh, we're trying to get the Good Sam app up and going. I know you're a Good Sam responder. I am, yes. Mm. Yep. Uh, so Never, ever had a call on it, though. Mm. So good. Well, well it is good. good. It is, <laughs> Sorry, it is good. good. Oh, yeah, um, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Good Sam app, for people who don't know, is an app that's on your phone, your smartphone, your smart device, mm-hmm. uh, and it alerts you uh, if there's a cardiac arrest happening. You know, in well, in rural, it's a five k radius. Uh, if you're in metro, it's a little bit, uh, a little bit closer. I think it's only like five hundred meters. Is it really? Yeah, I suppose because of the population yeah, density. The density. Yeah, right. Um, so, uh, what we are doing, uh, if you would like to have a session, I know, um, we're going to try and, well, I feel like we are, I don't know if the farmer's market is on this in October. Do you know? Mm, the Rotary market? Yeah. Not sure yet. I know. No, I don't know. Uh, cause there was talk of us having a little tent there. That's so. a good idea. Mm. Resp of also investing in a tent. Yes, but you want we're, us to talk about. That. Sorry, we're still talking about October. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> what we're trying to do. So I'll we are doing a lot of online stuff, uh, and uh, people have been. We've got a few, like throughout state. Well, sorry, throughout my region, which I'm responsible for at the moment, is a lot of Mali. For uh, another two days. Yeah, at the mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a few, and it's things like uh, we're having a, a, a meetings and network house meetings. Uh, few AGMs here and there. So if anything's happening, we can just tack on to the end of it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Might make AGMs a little bit more interesting or. Yeah. Well, AGMs normally have a guest speaker, so they could just have yeah. us instead. Get Charlie. You mightn't get me because I'm on leave, but you'll get somebody. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, so can I, I will, I will put the OCEL um, email address on there. What does OCEL mean? It's Operational Community Engagement Liaison Coordinator. Right. Mm. Oselk. Yeah, it's Oselk. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Well, okay, what's the number, Charlie? Give us the number. Well, Get a pen and paper. No. <laughs> write this down. <laughs> how about, how about, can we, because it's a long email address. Yeah, I'll put it up on the Yeah, we'll I'll give thing. it to you later. Okay, all right, great. Then it'll be on our website. It's lollamalleyregion.osel at amless.vic.gov. Gee whiz, they make it easy for people, don't they? Yeah, it just mm. rolls off the top of your tongue. Yeah, of course it does. Um, Can we talk about the Food Truck Festival now? Have you finished with Shocktober? Uh, yeah. Yep, you call it. You have cool. So the Robinvale Euston Suicide Prevention Network Food Truck Festival. Yes, it's going to be big. Is it still going ahead? Tenth uh, of October. Yes, as far as we know. Well, so what mightn't happen is mm. I don't know if we'll be able to get Brock McLean to come down. Oh uh, yeah, he's Melbourne yes, based, he's isn't Melbourne. he? Melbourne. Mm. Uh, but we are looking at alternatives. Okay, as in someone local. Uh, so it won't, mightn't be a celebrity. We might get someone that's. Uh, this is going to talk, talk about the system and, you know, someone that's in the system. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cool. You could get one of our wonderful mental health clinicians from Robinvale District Health Services. Yeah. Well, there's one we are try- looking at, but not from here, from somewhere else. Okay. All right. But yeah. that, the so drop-in clinic is still operational too, I believe. Yeah. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday uh, with Billy and – Esther. Esther and there's one other. Yeah, I've that, and I've really. forgotten her name too. I've been I've been emailing Anita to try and get her in here. Anita actually um, every week she sends me updates on vaccination clinics Beautiful. and all sorts of things. She has said she's been doing a load. Um, it was 170 yesterday and expecting around 200 today at the um, community clinic at the community centre. Now that clinic is for people that do not have Medicare status. So, But also people that do have Medicare status? No. Well, there's priority given to those that don't have Medicare oh, status. Fair enough. So farm workers and vulnerable people, et cetera, et cetera. Nice. Um, and Pfizer or no, I think that one's AZ. The Royal Flying Doctor Service is back in Euston on Monday for another clinic, much the same thing, but they're full already, so yep. don't bother. But MVAC do have um, vaccinations available as well. Yeah, someone F- – And Pfizer, yeah, I think. Yeah, Ethan had uh, Pfizer yeah. the day. Yeah, we may have some more news. Um, MVAC have just got some funding for a men's shed program, which is really good, but we might have some more news nice. in the coming weeks about someone returning to MVAC, which is, um, I'm excited about it. 
Yeah, right. He might Good. be too. We'll wait and see. But that. Um, hey? It's Stevie Bell. Well, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Um, but the Food Truck Festival on the 10th of October, which is World Mental Health Day, yeah. at this stage, still going ahead? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, and it's just so, yeah. We're, just, we're hoping that, because we'll, then we'll think that, yes, maybe we can still have it with the vendor was there, mm. but people can't congregate. Mm. So we're still going to see what happens. But we've got, you're allowed to have picnics now. Yeah. So we should be, it should be okay. Mm. And the idea was to get around the COVID rules last time, when we, well, when we started, mm. it was never going to, we're never going to have chairs and tables. Yep. Because that's just a whole new world of hurt. Yes. Like, I mean, you yeah, need someone is. that has to go around clean yeah, tables, yeah. blah, yeah. blah, blah. Mm. And we don't But you could numbers. have circles marked out like they're doing at the, on the um, parks in Sydney at the moment. They're having circles made like on, marked on the ground where people can sit. Hmm. So that might be another solution. I don't think the cricket club would appreciate doing that on the oval, but on the footy oval, you could. No, no, it's going to be in between. So oh, it's on that, on that. Yeah, yeah okay. So, uh, but also too, um, uh, with uh, with the entertainment, mm-hmm. I know we did say there was going to be some other entertainment, and we were talking to a few musicians. Yep. Uh, but we're not too keen on that happening because, again, we're not supposed to have people congregating. Mm. So. Mm. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's still a couple of weeks away. Yeah. But mm. there was talk during the week that, um, and this is only through the media, and the media have got a hell of a lot to answer for as far as sensationalising things, but there was talk, and I know um, 3AW were talking about um, rural, and I will say rural Victoria, going back into lockdown. Uh, Hopefully that doesn't happen. Because of Ballarat? Yeah, maybe, and hopefully it just stays at, at Ballarat. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think that's... No, I had something. Oh, what? Oh, I had notes. You, you had, had notes? Yes, here we go. Yeah, I did notice your notebook. That's nice. No, this you? is in my phone. Mm-hmm. So this is an interesting fact. You know <laughs> that male giraffes will headbutt females in the bladder until they pee. Uh, then they drink the urine, uh, testing to determine whether the female is ovulating. Another story brought to you by Charlie That's an interesting Hobbit. fact. Is it? And well, what relevance does it have here right now? Well, if you ever come across a giraffe. <laughs> in the wild? Yeah. Down the river on a Sunday afternoon? Yeah. If, if you ever come – but what – how do we use that information? If you ever come across a giraffe – Yeah, and it's getting headbutted. You know <laughs> by that, another giraffe. <laughs> yeah, by another giraffe. You know, like give them a bit of time. Give them a bit of space. <laughs> Charlie – Charlie, Charlie. Yeah, oh, go. my goodness. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, can't cool. say I'm not full of interesting No, facts. we didn't get to chat about the Met Gala. Was it Kanye and Kim? Of course it was. It was not. I reckon it was one of them. It was not. Yeah. I don't think it was either. Mm. Their mannerisms were different. I think it was a nice little PR stunt for his album. Well oh. done. Yeah, how good's Donda? It's not. I haven't Have listened, you listened to, to it? it. No. Exactly. No. Well, do yourself a favour. Nah. Oh, righto. Thanks, Molly Meldrum. Number one with bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven straight down the middle by the Robin Vale Golf Resort. RobinvaleGolfClub.com.au.